Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. You're listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network, where we offer you podcasts of the supernatural and the unexplained. Get ready now for Shades of the Afterlife with Sandra Champlain. Welcome to our podcast. Please be aware the thoughts and opinions expressed by the host are their thoughts and opinions only and do not reflect those of iHeartMedia, iHeartRadio, Coast to Coast AM, employees of Premier Networks, or their sponsors and associates. We would like to encourage you to do your own research and discover the subject matter for yourself. Hi, I'm Sandra Champlain. For over 25 years, I've been on a journey to prove the existence of life after death. On each episode, we'll discuss the reasons we now know that our loved ones have survived physical death, and so will we. Welcome to Shades of the Afterlife. Do you ever see signs for things and think that maybe you're being pointed in a direction to do something? You know, the same repeated things keep coming up. Maybe they come from someone else's mouth. In the last episode, I kept referring to the before life and the afterlife as if it is the very same place, which I believe it is. Doing some research for what should be the next episode of Shades of the Afterlife, I found this quote by Arthur Schopenhauer. After your death, you will be what you were before your birth. And then I receive an email from our listener, Ruth Ann, who shared this story. This happened on Christmas morning when my youngest, Michael, was 13 months old. I have four children and the oldest was eight. You can imagine a hectic Christmas morning at our house. The kids were done opening gifts and playing with their toys. My husband and I were opening our gifts to each other. He had gotten me this beautiful framed picture of Jesus with his arms outstretched walking out of the water. After I opened it, I was resting it on the floor, but holding it upright so that the kids could see it. And 13-month Michael immediately toddled over and put his cheek against Jesus's face and spread his arms around the frame like he was hugging Jesus. It was absolutely like he knew him went right up to him, and hugged him. We were all speechless that morning, like, what just happened? It was precious. Ruthann mentioned a book by Wayne Dyer called Memories of Heaven, and I had the urge to purchase it this morning. I am cuddled in my robe, drinking coffee on a rainy day as the birds are soaking wet, and I thought together, we could read some passages from this book about the before life. And P.S., thank you, Ruth Ann. And for you listeners, I love hearing your stories. So you can always email me with your afterlife stories at sandrachamplain at gmail.com. A mom named Anastasia shares this story. My son Lucas, when he was two and a half years old, declared something profound My parents, my husband, our new baby girl, Lucas and I, were sitting outdoors on a family vacation and having a fun moment. Lucas suddenly said, everything is love. It's all about love. We are all made of love. And God is love. And we are not a family who talks much about God. Stunned, I replied, Lucas, what a beautiful thing to say. Where did you hear that? And after a pause, he said, I already knew it when I came here. Wayne Dyer's co-author of the book is D. Garns, and it seems like 
Dee did most of the legwork collecting these stories and worked with Wayne Dyer to put them into the book, which stories were to be chosen. But her experience starting off was when her 18-month child ran over to her, put his hands on her belly, and just declared, baby, baby inside. And she had no idea that she was, in fact, pregnant and thought maybe if she was, it could only be one or two days old. And she remembers, these are her words, as I was gazing at my boy now, I was thinking to myself, somehow I made this little boy with all of his physical parts, but where did he come from? How did he develop this consciousness? Anyone who has been around babies and children will agree that their presence here is beyond mysterious. Without even thinking, I blurted out with awe, where did you come from? And I wasn't expecting an answer because Marcus only knew a few words. To my surprise, he dropped his fork, looked up, raised both of his arms to the sky, and pointed. And that prompted the next question, what is God like? Marcus looked directly into my eyes, and so simply and so casually replied in his sweet angelic voice, light. At that moment, I understood that the little boy sitting next to me and the teeny baby in my belly were so much more than just their small bodies. They had souls that contained wisdom from beyond this earthly realm, which was far beyond my comprehension. If we just listen, I realized they have so much to teach us. It was this experience that Dee shared with Dr. Wayne Dyer, which prompted them to ask the world for stories like this. I know in past episodes, we've talked about children's pre-birth memories a little bit, and some stories of kids who knew things as if they were a reincarnation of someone else. And we've met Nicola Farmer, who works with young children who still have their imagination wide open and trains them to use their psychic sense. That was episode 53. And I remember her stories about children while blindfolded, being able to play catch with a ball, being able to do intricate arts and crafts, being able to see what people were drawing. Again, all using their mind's eye. When we are young, our imagination is wide open. And you hear stories of kids with imaginary friends. Now, are they imaginary or are they seeing into the afterlife? Kids are very special. And don't forget, you were one once and you still have that child within. Let's hear some more stories. Mom Maureen has this story. Years ago, when my three girls were little, I put the two youngest ones to bed, telling them to lie there quietly and go to sleep. Molly was five years old and Caroline not yet two at the time. More than an hour after I put them to bed, I heard giggling and talking coming from the bedroom. So I made my way back to their room to admonish them for not going to sleep. As I approached the bedroom, I stopped short when I heard Molly ask Caroline if she still remembered what it was like before she was born. Yes, replied Caroline. I remember picking Mommy, Daddy, Leanna, and you. I could see you from up there. And I saw Grandma and Grandpa, too. They were smiling. Oh, yeah, said Molly, slowly. Caroline, I'm starting to forget. I know. Both remained oddly quiet and still for several moments until Molly began making silly faces, as she often did when trying to get her sister to laugh and play. Kids talking to kids about remembering heaven. I use the word heaven because it's the easiest one to pick from. I use the word God, and if you have another word you use, many people use light or the all-knowing. I do try to make shades of the afterlife open to all, whether you have a religious belief or not. So while not a religious show, personally, I do believe there is love and the divine that run through all of us. We are all connected to the great light. 
so I will refer to this as God. Here's a story from Susan. When my son Joseph was five, he broke his arm trying to fly off the top of his brother's bed. I walked into the room to find Joseph crying, so I brought him onto my knee for a cuddle and asked, What's wrong? He looked at me with wide eyes and asked, Mom, when am I going to get my wings back? When I told him that as a human, he wouldn't have wings, but could fly kites and planes and so on, he burst into tears and wailed, I want them right now. All I could do was hug him. Then he gulped, suddenly stopped crying, looked straight into my eyes and said, That's okay, Mom. I remember God told me I could have them back when I returned after this assignment. Then there's my granddaughter, Phoebe. She was only four years old when my mother died, and everyone had tried to explain to her why I was sad. She climbed onto my lap and asked, Where's Super Nana? I told her that my mother had died and gone to heaven. Phoebe said, So she is with God and the angels? I replied, Yes. She thought about it for a while and then climbed down, stood in front of me with her hands on her hips, and asked one final question. So why are you still sad? Even now, when my grief occasionally arises, I hear this question in my mind and my granddaughter's logic, and I am immediately filled with joy. That last story reminds me of going to a funeral for a friend of mine, and the priest was so positive. He said, when someone passes, it's like they board a luxury cruise ship, and they set off to their destination, which is fantastic. Best place you can imagine. Of course, left home, here, we feel sad because they're no longer with us. But if we can imagine that our loved one is on this luxury cruise liner heading to somewhere fantastic, pick a fabulous place, I don't know, Disney World or the Caribbean, somewhere great, and they're having the time of their lives. It's us that feel sad being left behind. But like the little girl Phoebe says, why are you sad? because we will see them again, and they're having a great time where they are. I received an email from listener Dania, and her son is in the spirit world. She told me the story after listening to one of the podcast episodes that her grandson, who just turned three in January, he was starting to act a little weird going up the stairs, and he was clingy. You know how little kids get nervous meeting a new person. They get very, very shy. Well, he was doing that. And when the grandmother asked why he was doing that, he said there were people on the stairs. And then he talked about seeing her son, Corey. So kids are tapped into much more than we give them credit for. I think we all have natural instincts and abilities, but we get to a certain age and our mind kicks in, we start learning, we go to school, we have friends, life becomes busy in our mind, and we forget who we really are. Let's head off to the break, and then we'll hear more stories. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. 
You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. People don't always realize just how much their negative thoughts and experiences stick with them and weigh them down. You may find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings. That frustrating thing your mom does. Or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get it all off your chest. Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger, talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. That's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it so your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. And BetterHelp offers affordable online therapy on a schedule that works for you. Connect with a licensed therapist by text, phone, or video call. Start the process in minutes and switch therapist anytime. Let it out with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com shades today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot shades. Welcome back to Shades of the Afterlife. I'm Sandra Champlain, and this is a being cozy in my pajamas episode, reading the book Memories of Heaven, along with you. This next story is from Trish. She says, my son Michael had PDD, which is pervasive developmental disorder, and sometimes navigating the world is difficult for him. Yet throughout his nine years, he has made more than one declaration about God and heaven. For example, just two days ago, completely unprompted, he began talking about how he helped God decide who his sisters would be before they came here. He said that God is sparkling white, and before babies are born, he puts a bright blue light inside them, which is always there. He said that everyone in heaven is young. Like children, it is all love, and there are angels everywhere. Michael's ability to articulate all of this was breathtaking, a reminder that God is always with him, even if I don't see it, due to the challenges he faces. That bright blue light reminds me of how people describe our soul. If you can picture a lake or the ocean and that bright sun glistening from it, super bright, for me, it's not blue, but it's a bright, bright light that's in each one of us. So perhaps that's what young Michael saw. This story is by Sandy. My family was created through adoption. My son, Parker Jose, we call him PJ, was adopted from Guatemala when he was 10 months old. He was born with a congenial heart condition. So within the first month, he had an operation to correct his patent ductus arteriosus, PDA, which is a hole in his heart that should close at birth. PJ was a very good-natured child who didn't cry when the nurses and doctors stuck him with the IVs, gave him shots, and took his blood. The healthcare workers could not believe how agreeable he was for an ill child. He had four operations before the age of five. My daughter, Sedona, who was adopted from China, is three years older than PJ. I've always said prayers and sung with both of them at bedtime. When PJ began to talk as a toddler, he would tell Sedona and me about heaven He told us that God is very nice and that he knew he was going to be healthy because God promised him. He talked about heaven's beauty, how there were these vibrant colors, especially in the flowers. When he was telling us these stories, Sedona would be looking at him, questioning his statements. 
She'd move her finger round and round to indicate he was crazy, as kids do. When PJ had his final heart surgery, the cardiologist told us the operation was not a complete success, and there was nothing they could do to close the hole. The hole was in the center of his heart, so it was unlikely to heal, and PJ would have to take precautions to avoid a fatal heart infection for the rest of his life. However, a year after the last operation, his annual echocardiogram showed a different story. A miracle had occurred. PJ was completely healed. PJ remembered God's promise to him, and of course, he was right. He is now a healthy 13-year-old. He can't help but wonder what kind of information we receive prior to coming here. The fact the little boy knew he was going to be okay, and the fact that he didn't complain or cry when they did all those poking and prodding things to him. When he mentioned the vibrant colors in heaven, I have interviewed so many people that have had near-death experiences, and they say that there are colors in the hereafter that we do not have here on earth. And that's kind of mind-blowing to me because our imaginations can't create anything other than what we've already seen. But they say the flowers are alive, and there's beautiful music that our ears have never heard here on earth. We do have something to look forward to, even though living life right here, right now, is important. Let's continue. Mom Trina tells this story. I had just returned from a weekend retreat in which I was totally immersed in spirit when my four-year-old grandson climbed on my lap. Snuggling as close as he could, he looked me in the eyes and very seriously said, I am forgetting how to fly. It was a profound moment in my life, and I have never forgotten it. My grandson taught me the truth of where we come from and who we are within. The truth is so easily forgotten in the business of living life on this planet. Constant meditation and prayer time help me to remember how to fly. I love these stories from kids who know how to fly, but when you think about it, being here on earth, we have gravity. In the hereafter, we can certainly create gravity because we're used to it. But if we can control everything we see and experience with our thoughts, why not fly? And when Trina brings up meditation, there are so many stories of people through practicing quieting their mind, which is difficult to do, but you get into that space of nothing. And sometimes in that space of nothing is everything. Talking about meditation and the brain reminds me of a story of Dr. Jill Bolt-Taylor, who had a stroke and in her brain one hemisphere of it was filled with blood or was filling with blood. And she details how she experienced reality. The analytical side of the brain disappeared, but the part that she felt connected to everything emerged. I watched a video not too long ago that said, as much as we believe the left hemisphere of our brain is analytical and our right hemisphere of our brain is creative, there's actually so much more to it. And it was explained, and I think you'll find this interesting, that that left quadrant of the brain handles the things we need to do, our control over life. It's the part of us that gets us out of bed, brushes our teeth, goes to work, it is analytical. However, there's also a part in that left brain, which is our anticipation of the future. It's where anxiety lives. Now, this would make sense if we lived in the Serengeti and had lions possibly coming after us to feed on us. We would be on a constant state of alert all the time. But this left brain of ours keeps us in worry 
in forecasting what might happen in the future. Now listen to this. In our right hemisphere of our brain is our imagination. Also what's there is this feeling of being connected to everything. Kind of like that white light that shines within each one of us, our divine nature that is connected to absolutely everything. And through meditation, learning to quiet the mind, we have the opportunity to strengthen that right hemisphere. People who are psychic and mediumistic, which I believe we all are, use that ability of their right brain. We need to use imagination in order to perceive and receive the information that's coming from the unseen world. So I just wonder if we do a little more creative work and a little bit more meditation to strengthen that right brain, what's possible? Just a little food for thought. Let's continue. This story is from Megan. My daughter Chloe, who is four, talks about seeing dead people in my behind eye. She came up with that expression all on her own. She had told me that before she was born, she remembers sitting in a circle with her angel brothers and sisters and her angel mom, and they were all playing with a ball. She says that was the last time she saw them, and she's sad because she really misses her angel family, but she knows she'll see them again. Aw. And this from Amy. My mother had two miscarriages before my sister was born. When my sister was three, she told mom that she could remember playing with her other two sisters in heaven, and she was sad because she couldn't play with them on earth, as they were really good fun. She told mom that they are very happy up there and that she will see them again. Paula says, My husband and I lost our first daughter, Beth, due to heart problems when she was almost three years old. Our third daughter, Amy, born five years after this, hadn't been told about Beth. When she was about three and a half, we pulled out a video of Beth, and Amy says, that's my sister Beth. I knew her in heaven before I was born. Darlene says, my father, we called him Grandpa Jones, passed away in the spring of 1998, and my granddaughter was born that fall. When she was about two years old, she was sitting in her car seat, looking out at my mother, who was standing near the car. My granddaughter said, I'm so sad for her because she lost the one she loved and is so sad. My granddaughter's parents quizzed her on how she would have known that and showed her a picture of Grandpa Jones when they arrived home. She says, oh, I know him. I talked to him a lot before I came here. This is the perfect opportunity to share that if you or someone that you love have a child who has passed on to the afterlife, there's a great organization called Helping Parents Heal, which not only gives free grief support and someone you can contact 24 hours a day, but they also believe in the afterlife. So with that, let's head to the break. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. 
Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity. It's designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals to help cover unexpected expenses, plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. In other words, it's like getting a paycheck for life. We'll say that again. A paycheck for life. Guaranteed. Sounds too good to be true? It's not. It's the Parity Flex annuity. And it's one more example of their commitment to creating a better financial future for women. One where they feel empowered, not excluded, and ready to take on whatever their next chapter holds. Gainbridge believes financial flexibility and security are things we all could use more of. At Retirement Income You Can't Outlive is the ultimate flex. Who's with us? Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Please visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, for product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. Welcome back to Shades of the Afterlife. I'm Sandra Champlain, and we are talking about memories of heaven, children remembering before they were born. This next story comes from Sherry. She said, my son Dustin was around two years of age, and we were riding around in the car, and he hit himself on the forehead with his hand, kind of like that commercial that states, I could have had a V8. And he said very seriously, Mama, I'm starting to forget what heaven looks like. Needless to say, it gave me chills. Yes, my friend, we remember who we are when we're little. I really believe that. And then we grow up a little, life gets busy, and we forget. But wow. And this story is from Kelsey. My two-year-old never wavered in her conviction that I was pregnant with her brother. My husband and I chose not to find out, but I didn't want her to be disappointed. So I said, we may be having a girl. No, declared my daughter, you're having a boy. I met him in heaven before I was born. And she was right, we had a boy. And this story comes from Amy. My grandfather was the true patriarch of our family. He was often sought out in the neighborhood for advice and such, and was a wise and kind Navy veteran who was the captain of a ship in World War II. He had a long, painful decline due to a brain tumor, and his passing was a great loss. My three-year-old niece had never met my grandfather, although she may have heard of him around the table or seen photos. One day, she said something about him to her mother, who is not into spirituality, past lives, or the like. My sister-in-law, who had never met him either, said, Oh yes, Boompa, your great-grandfather. You haven't met him, but you have seen his picture. My niece remarked, Yes, I have met him, Mommy. I was with him when he was sick, and he was with me before I came down here. My sister-in-law had her repeat what she said and then called to her husband, my brother, shaking. We were all so shocked. Even I am flooded with goosebumps on that one. To think the little girl was with him when he was sick, being a little angel before life, and then they were together after he had passed, before she came to this life. Pretty special. And this story is from Mary. One day, my three-year-old nephew was in the car, and the song Only Sixteen by Sam Cooke came on the radio. He said, Oh, Grandpa loves Sam Cookie. Well, his grandpa had died many years before he was born, but he was right. Sam Cooke was one of my dad's favorite singers. I asked my parents if they ever discussed this with my nephew, 
And they said no. So I figure that before my nephew was born, he spent time with his grandpa. That gives me a lot of peace and happiness. I don't know if you have children or grandchildren in your life or nieces and nephews. My nephew's wife is pregnant to have the baby, well, actually any day now. And just to have that thought that the little soul who's coming into this earth is with family members and friends and maybe brothers and sisters yet to be born. It's just a beautiful thought that they're all together. And as much as we cry when someone passes from this life, I wonder what it's like for them when they say goodbye to that little soul coming to earth. Are they sad? Maybe. But I think they have the knowing that they'll meet again. This is from Janice. My mother's identical twin sister, Faye, had died when they were 23 years old. They were best friends, of course. They had leaned on each other even more than regular identical twins because of their very difficult childhood. My daughter, Julia, was a very chatty toddler, as many little girls are. One day, my mom asked her if she knew who Faye was. Julia replied, yes, I was swinging with her in the clouds before I came here. We were picking out my family and wearing pretty white dresses. No one had told Julia about Faye. How could she possibly know this? Michelle tells this story. One day, my husband and I were talking to our son about his grandfathers and showing him their photos as they had passed long before he could meet them. Our son was about three years old at that time, and he told us that he had met my husband's father on his way here to earth. His words were, I know him. He's Poppy Henry. I saw him on my way to you. And Joanne says, When my son was very young, he told me about the getting born game. He said that he and a few of his friends were in a big church up in the clouds before they were born. They were crawling in a circle around a hole in the floor, and the floor was made of clouds. There was beautiful music playing, and every now and then the music would stop, and one of the friends would go down the hole and get born. What was really surprising is I hadn't taken him to church when he was little, so I was astonished that he spoke of this. Kathy says, My children used to refer to a time before they came down, which I interpreted as meaning they took human form. They spoke often as though they were in a place above us and could look down and see what was happening down here. I used to love it when they spoke of it. It reminds me on our Sunday gatherings, we have a medium demonstration as part of it. And the evidence that comes through is so clear as if our loved ones, after they transition, are still walking among us. Now, it is said it's a different vibration, meaning to me that there is a world within a world. But I don't think they're part of our world. I think we're part of their world. Wherever you are right now listening to this, just imagine, imagine if you could see that other world, hustling and bustling with people, all very busy, doing their hobbies or learning, maybe visiting the halls of knowledge and taking a trip back in time to learn something. However, you think of your loved one, a fond memory, and it's like knocking at the door. Dad, I'm thinking of you. And he can press the pause button to whatever he's doing. Our loved ones can just stop be with us, enjoy being back on earth, just a thought. This next story is by Tina. My five-year-old son, Mather, has beautiful memories of heaven and his time with God. Our first true blue conversation on the subject started on a car drive through the country on a beautiful, puffy, white clouds in the sky kind of day. He was completely engrossed in a video game in the back seat while I listened to the radio. 
About a half hour into the drive, he put his game down and asked, Mom, do you see that cloud right there? I thought he was trying to identify the shapes in the clouds, so I answered him with something silly like, The one that looks like a mouse? He said, No, Mom, the pretty one. He paused for a while and then continued, Well, when I was zero, before I was born, I stood on a cloud like that with God. Though I was stunned, I stayed pretty calm and asked him what he was doing on that cloud with God. He said, We were having fun. He went directly back to his video game and wouldn't answer any more questions. I didn't want to pressure him, so I just let it rest. A few weeks later, my husband and I were sitting in the family room. Mather came in, leaned against the wall, and said, Mom, when I was zero, before I was born, I was standing on that cloud with God. He told me to pick. I asked what God wanted him to pick, and he replied, He told me to pick my mommy. I said, Well, buddy, I thank God every day that you picked me to be your mommy. He smiled and said, When God told me to pick, I looked down and saw mommies everywhere. They all wanted me to pick them, and they were reaching for me. But then I saw you. You were alone and sad and couldn't find your little boy. And I knew. I knew I loved you and that you would love me. So I told God that I wanted you. Mom, when I was zero, before I was born, I picked you. Through my tears, I again thanked him for picking me. And he ran down the hall back to his room. What makes this even more special is that I adopted Mather when he was just a few hours old, and the circumstances of his adoption were and are considered a miracle and a gift by my entire family. I was single and alone at the time, and my first son had passed away 14 years prior. Mather knew nothing of this. Even though his memories aren't as sharp as they were even six months ago, we've continued to have many conversations about the little things he remembers. I always know when he's going to talk to me about heaven and God, because he'll abruptly stop whatever he's doing, look up and begin, Mom, when I was zero, before I was born, Mather is an extraordinary child, and he is the love of my life. And from Leslie, when my son Daniel was about two years old, he told me that when we are born, we know everything. But as we grow up, we forget. It blew me away so much that I still remember that. And this is from Janelle. Here are a few stories that my daughter Jada shared with me in her first three and a half years of life. Mommy, did you know that the universe is in your heart? All you have to do is look in and look at it and feel it. Mommy, your grandpa Al likes to watch over me at bedtime with the angels. He likes purple flowers, just like me. My grandpa passed over 20 years ago, and she never even knew his name. Mommy, I sometimes have not my voice in my head. It doesn't sound like me. I know it is a whisper from someone telling me to do something good. I think it might be God's voice. So with that, we'll take our next break. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. 
So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity. It's designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals to help cover unexpected expenses, plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. In other words, it's like getting a paycheck for life. We'll say that again. A paycheck for life. Guaranteed. Sounds too good to be true? It's not. It's the Parity Flex annuity, and it's one more example of their commitment to creating a better financial future for women. One where they feel empowered, not excluded, and ready to take on whatever their next chapter holds. Gainbridge believes financial flexibility and security are things we all could use more of. At Retirement Income You Can't Outlive is the ultimate flex. Who's with us? Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Please visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, for product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Welcome back to Shades of the Afterlife. I'm Sandra Champlain, and we're doing some reading from the book, Memories of Heaven. This next story is from Judy. She says, I am 73 years old, and this incident has been a part of my life since I was about three. I remember telling my parents that I had chosen them before I was born. They simply patted me on the head and smiled at what they considered to be the imaginings of a young child. Not so. I remember this as clearly today as I did then. I told them that I was somewhere up above the earth looking down at a gathering of several pairs of people. I heard a voice ask me which ones I wanted as my parents. I was told that whichever couple I chose would teach me what I needed to learn in this lifetime. I pointed to my parents and replied, I'll take them. I don't know if we pick our parents or not, but it's an interesting speculation. Yes, I think those of us who have good parents and good upbringing can certainly say, yeah, I picked them. But what about the kids and the people who had terrible upbringings? There are some horrific people out in the world, as we all know. My speculation is that we can learn from any situation. I remember the movie where Morgan Freeman played God. And in one of the scenes, the question was asked. I asked to be loving, and I asked to be courageous. And God responded something where when we come to earth, we are not given the things we desire. We are given opportunities to attain them. Meaning, if you want to be courageous or brave, you have circumstances that are scary, fearful. If you want to be loving, there are opportunities for you to rise above and be that. And I know many people who are amazing parents who come from a background of having terrible parents and really tough childhoods. We may not know the answers as we're experiencing life, but I can guarantee you that when we look back on different things that have happened in our life, we can see opportunities that we've learned, we've grown, and I'm sure we've made a difference for others based on what we've learned. Here's a story from Melissa. One night at dinner, our young adopted son, he was around four years old, started talking at great length about his life in the stars and how he had all of these brothers and sisters who lived there 
He said he'd seen my husband and me from there and tried to get our attention many times, but we could never see him. So he decided to be born through his mom so that we could find him. My husband and I were floored, to say the least. I had a few miscarriages after my first son. So once my younger son had told us what he'd seen, I knew his soul had been trying to come in through me, even though my body was not able to do it. We feel our older son always knew the plan because he was the one constantly begging us for a sibling. Once his brother came to live with us at about 22 months old, he was so happy to have him here. They are the best of friends. Laura says, My daughter tells me all the time that she came to me from the stars, that she chose my husband and me to be her mommy and daddy while she was in the stars, and that she has three daughters who are in the stars and will one day come down to be her children. And Shannon has this story. When my son was just shy of three years old, I was carrying him up to bed. He was in a happy, relaxed mood. And out of the blue, he said, when I was in heaven, the earth looked different. He understood me and realized I wanted to come back down into your belly. I asked him, are you talking about God? Yes, I was with God, but I don't remember what he was like now. And you told him you wanted to come back down into my belly? He said, no, I didn't tell him. He understood me. Now, I had a miscarriage before my son was born, and I have never talked to him about it. I love that when he said, God understood me. It is said by people who have had near-death experiences that all communication is through thought. We don't need to speak. So our thoughts are pure. We don't have the ego mind that is judgmental. It's just pure communication. So we understand each other. And this from Jessica. When my son was very small, he began talking early with a well-rounded vocabulary and great pronunciation. My husband and I never talked about God or church. While sitting and playing with his toys one day, my son looked at me out of the blue and said, Do you know that God lets us choose our parents while we're in heaven and that I picked you? The look on his face was so full of purpose and love, not like a small child's joke. Even to this day, that statement has made a huge impact on my life. I don't know much about child prodigies, but you've seen them, these little tykes who can play a piece of music on piano as if they were Mozart, or kids with tremendous memories. I wonder if not only do kids remember picking their parents, but maybe there are things we've learned before we get here. I don't know where I heard this, but somewhere it was said that when we come into earth, there's this amnesia that we forget who we really are. And that makes total sense to me because that way we can play the game of life, right? We've talked about that before, but perhaps not everyone has this amnesia. I'm thinking about people who sleepwalk at night. Our brains put out a certain chemical while we dream and sleep so that we don't act out our dreams. But some people don't have this chemical being made by their brain or not enough of it, and so they sleepwalk. Yeah, it is possible that some people remember. I'll have to look more into child prodigies because they are amazing. Here's a story by Sherry. When my son was the ripe old age of three years old, he had drawn this beautiful, perfect tree while playing alone in his room. I was an at-home mom, and he hadn't been to any preschool. I was astonished, and I said, Marley, where did you learn to draw such a beautiful tree? His response was, Mama, God taught me to draw when I was in heaven. Now, we didn't belong to a church 
or read from the Bible. We didn't talk of God. So I was shocked by this response, but my heart swelled with love. Another time when he was talking about the same age, out of the blue, he started talking of how he remembered looking down at his dad and me from heaven with God and chose us as his parents. Beautiful story. Here's one last story from the book, and the book is filled with them. I might have given you one-sixteenth of what's in the book, Memories of Heaven by Dr. Wayne Dyer. This one comes from Anne. My two-year-old son is constantly talking about the people he sees in white. When I asked him to tell me about them, he said they come at night a lot and talk to him and watch over him. He said that they are like light, and when they leave, he gets very sad. Oh, I wonder for you and me, if we go to bed tonight with the question, what is it that I have forgotten about who I am and why I came here? Memories from before we were born. I just wonder what we may wake up and think about. The spirit world works through our imagination. What we think is pure imagination that has been invented can often be words and memories and thoughts planted there from a loved one, or maybe from a friend that we knew before life. So don't dismiss what comes in your imagination. And when you think about it, kids are pure imagination. It is said that between the ages of zero and seven, the information that comes into us as a child, it's the most formative years. So the things that come into us, we children think are reality. So of course, be careful what you say to kids. The old, not good enough, not smart enough, stupid, those things latch on to us for life, as we all know. But kids haven't had the ego mind develop yet with all the worries and fears of the future. So that right brain is at work with children, and the left brain is silent. So let that be a learning for all of us to engage our creativity, engage our imagination, be in the present moment, to tap in to the spirit world. I hope you've enjoyed our time together. As always, a reminder to go to wedontdie.com. That's our home base. Always good things coming up. We have classes, our world-famous Sunday gathering, which is free with medium demonstration. And if you find yourself on the store page and scroll down to the We Don't Die audiobook, just use coupon code FREE and be my guest to read or listen to my audiobook. In closing, my name is Sandra Champlain, and I'm so happy that we've spent this time together. Again, email me, sandrachamplain at gmail.com if you have some stories that you don't mind me sharing with other listeners. So thank you for listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Thanks for listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Make sure and check out all our shows on the iHeartRadio app or by going to iHeartRadio.com. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. 
Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.